is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. You want to email us, email us at info at Radio Law Talk. We have a great website that you can go and read all of our wonderful disclaimers. That is the finest disclaimer laid out in anything I've ever seen in my life, at least the way that we laid it out, with the music and everything. But remember, go seek uh, counsel for any issues you have. We're only talking about general topics of law. You may use our wonderful discussions at the table during Christmas and or any holidays. I was at the doctor the other day, and they asked what medications I'm taking. And they also asked if I uh, take any sleep aids. And I was uh, tempted to say, well, I read the Radio Law Talk disclaimers. That puts me to sleep. There you go. You know, it's better than melatonin. (laughs) We're going to talk about the, uh, we're finally third hour, going to talk about the exciting uh, beer fight. Uh, Let me tell you, the the beer fight, you know, it's, it's Coors, it's Miller, and Bud. Light and or that are kind of at issue here about whether or not corn syrup is used and how it's used, and uh, and it's the light version of yes, those, right? Yes, the light. Mm-hmm. And so what's happened is Miller and Coors Light, Miller Light and Coors Light are saying that that uh, the way that Bud Light has portrayed them on their commercials is not quite right. Now here's what's interesting. I was reading a couple of articles and I've studied up on this. What some of them are saying, some of the articles, and this is a number of them, I can't mention one or two, they're saying because of the craft brews that are coming out, the craft breweries are increasing, and maybe we can look up some statistics on that, at a dramatic rate that it's affecting the big You're talking houses. about the micro Yeah, the micro breweries. The yeah. micro breweries. People are going in and, and having all these micro breweries uh, or, or drinking these micro brews. And uh, this may be affecting their bottom line. And, and, and some are pundits are, are saying that, oh, this is the reason they're doing this is to kind of get more of a little scandal going out there. I'm not saying that's what's the case, but some are saying that. And, and I think like the keto diets and all these different fad diets, they're saying stay away from corn syrup. Isn't that really what it comes down to? I'm so not they're trying sure. to yeah. like m- put people off of, of, of light beers saying that. You know, they do this wrong or whatever. It is so cleverly worded to say that they use corn syrup to brew. They don't say there's corn syrup in the beer. They say they use it to brew because at the end of the day, the corn syrup or the sugar is consumed by the yeast and and turns into alcohol. So there's no corn syrup in the brew. But in the commercials, they say it is brewed with, which is an accurate phraseology. Oh, I didn't it's, even yeah, get yeah. that. It's That's a fascinating thing yeah, mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah. yeah, it's only used in the fermentation process. Exactly so. right, yeah. So, but they're trying to claim that that is a little bit misleading to the public, but the commercials that were flying back and forth, and Cal, play that commercial. Scott, pick this down. Yeah. For far too long, people have been left to wonder what ingredients are in their beer. As your leader, 
make that handsome leader. I shall put an ingredients label on every case of Bud Light. This way the people will be sure that the kingdom's favorite lightest lager is brewed with the finest ingredients. That was really great. Did you get that? Oh, was I supposed to be writing that down? <laughs> I was drawing this. Introducing our new ingredients label coming in February. That's awesome. So that's Bud Light coming back at Miller and Coors, who Miller's came out with a a, uh, a wonderful, funny um, uh, uh, take. Here's their take. Now, hit a pause. Hit pause for a second. Hit pause. So let me let me uh, those of you who haven't seen it. Yeah, set it up. It, it's a picture of this landscape of just burnout, everything burnt, and it's a it's 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 a movie set. Do we need to do a is. spoiler alert for a commercial? No, 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 no. This is great. <laughs> no, you have to know the setup, and 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 it shows the Bud Light. Uh, the night, you know, the night in the shining yes, yes. the Bud Light guy getting up, walking over to the tent where all the actors rest and have little drinks and food, and he takes his thing off and he's walking this burnt thing. Go ahead. But but you must point out that it is a blue suit, right? A blue suited night, which is the same color as the Bud Light right. night. Right. So, yes. so it's clearly the Bud Light yeah, night. Yeah. So yes. that's the that's the play. You know. You know what's funny? A lot of this is just music, so you can say. He's walking. Oh, okay. Okay, so now they all walk back to the little cafeteria area. Something's dinging out. It's not me, I hope. Third floor, mezzanine. <laughs> and they it sit down. It just says, in the real world, nothing more than taste matters. It's not even a voiceover. They just say, in the real world, nothing more than taste matters. And it shows the Bud Light... Night, grabbing a a Miller Light out of the cabin and starting to drink it. Exactly so right. th- there yeah. we go. So right. do you know that when you go on the Bud Light website, that you have to put in your date of birth to show that you're over the age of 18? Yep, yes. we just hit it. And now, in all fairness, we have to play just a clip from the Coors. Uh, right. Oh, right. That's Coors fair. Light is cold box. Just want to make sure we're treating everybody fairly. Coors Lager, crisper taste, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. So they're all they're both selling taste and Bud Light is selling well we put our ingredients on the box. Right. Yeah, right. So it's interesting. Right. And you know what their ingredients are? Hops, barley, water, rice, and no corn syrup. Oh, and no. Well they've yes. got to put that It's in, it's right? just it look, this is a rehash of the old less filling, tastes great, less filling, exactly. tastes great. Exactly uh, you right. know. Yeah. Look, you know, the the funny thing to me is it, mm. If you go back and forth, I think both sides could really do this up. If they went back and forth with creative ads, just poking fun at each other, and everybody would, you know, get a kick out of it, and sales would go up for everybody. But, but now they got to go. But to then court. somebody's got to go to court, and it's like, oh my gosh. You know what though? This is what they do. I I think their target is not only themselves, but many. Uh, you know, some might say again. I'm, I'm maybe I said radio law talk. I'm the one that's saying some, or they say. But anyway, let's think about this. Maybe they should target the independents that are taking a lot of uh, stuff away. How, what would that commercial show? Who knows what they're doing in their beer? And show some guy, you know, with dirty, uh, dirty pants on and back in the corner of his garage. Wiping his nose. Wiping his nose. <laughs> and, you know, put, doing her beer. And then it shows the guy out front. I'll take this craft beer that's just like a locally made from some dude here, you know. So I, I think they should study something like that. Or, so, so 
guy, has some guy going, mm, you can really taste the hops. You know? <laughs> did, <laughs> did you, did, has anybody seen the complaint? Because I want to know what the causes of action are. The answer I, I have. I, uh, I have not seen the complaint. I, I, I've seen the, the uh, no, the answer is I haven't seen the specific complaint, but I read about it, and I, I forgot my, my notes here. This is the most important I'll, part I'll of see, it. I'll see if I can find it. we got a case or no case. Yeah, yeah, right? let's roll case yeah. or no case, because I know we have it, and I'm, we're both, we're all looking here. Uh, we have someone supply these with us, and, and we had it, and nobody can find it. It's supposed to be sitting here. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Actually, we're starting to get in a little bit of a time crunch here, so I'll make it as brief as I can. Can your bank charge you interest after you have paid off your mortgage? Apparently, this is happening. And a class action suit may be coming. What happens is people will pay off their mortgage, let's say, on the third or fourth of the month. And in California, you know, $500,000, million, whatever it is. And the bank says, well, you know, we'd like to calculate your interest up to your next payment rather than on the payoff date. So this is FHO, Federal Housing Administration Loans. And so some individuals got wind of that when they saw their interest charges on on a settlement, an escrow settlement, and they said, you're going to... The question really is, can your bank charge you interest after... Uh, your loan is over, and it's an interesting question, and we'll talk about it in just a little bit right here on Radio Law Talk. So, did you say it's an interesting got question? It, got uh-huh, it. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's just a matter of a point or two here or there, uh, but yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll uh, talk about whether that's a real case and whether banks would really do that. After this, don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. Many people believe they don't control their own destiny. Let them continue just getting by while you make the choice to do something about your future. Imagine working from home, earning the income you deserve. Just visit startlivingyoung.com and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Discover Juness, a state-of-the-art global health company with over a billion a year in sales. They'll provide all the tools you need to succeed. Visit startlivingyoung.com today and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Your destiny awaits at startlivingyoung.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Let's just do a quick overview and let's see what uh, the three of us have to say about your case or no case. All right, here we go. So the, the big issue on case or no case for this hour has to do with interest. Can your bank charge you interest after you have paid off your loan? It is alleged that some banks do. They call it post-payment interest. These charges represent interest that several banks claim continues to accrue after a loan has been paid off. Let's say you pay off your loan in full on the third of the month, all clear, you would think, but the bank charges you interest through your next payment. One plucky consumer called the bank on it and they said, well, that's just what we do. The consumer said, I don't think so, and sought legal counsel. Can you charge interest on a loan that has been paid off? Case or no case, and I think it's your turn to start, Denise. I think Denise. so too. Yeah. So yeah. What's interesting is they do have um, pre, uh, they have prepayment, pre-payment penalties. penalties, right? right, right. And those are legal. Um, but I remember there was a car company or finance agency that was financing cars, and they were getting the interest for the whole term up front before they were paying down principal, and that was deemed to be illegal. Mm. So, or not illegal, it was deemed to be improper. Mm-hmm. So, it, I believe that this is a case, and I believe that um, the FHA loses the case, that they cannot charge post-payment interest. 
So you're saying that the FH, that the ruling was that post uh, closure of a loan interest may not be charged. Is that I want to make sure I understand what you're saying correctly? Yeah, as long as it's not a pre um, pay prepayment pre-payment penalty. penalty. Okay. So if it is a post payment interest, I believe that that's going to be um, not allowed. All right, uh, Mr. Penny. What do you what think you? Wait, wait, no, it's oh, Todd. I'm yeah. sorry, you're last. Oh. Todd, what say you? I am going to say that this is a case, mm-hmm. uh, and I am going to say that the bank wins. That they are allowed through some sort of fine print. I know that oftentimes you get things that say, this is your balance, but this is your 10-day payoff balance because the balance you get on your statement on the first of the month, if you get that on the fifth, well, you've already accrued five days of interest based upon that. And so they'll have what your 10-day payoff figure, but I'm going to say there's something that the banks put in there that you overlooked when you were signing all the documents that allows them to do it, and the bank ultimately wins that they can can engage in the practice of which they are accused. So some finagly deal. Yes. All right, Mr. Penny, what say you, case or no case, and if so, result, please. I think I was going to – Denise is correct, but I'm going to go with Todd so I can try to get some points. But that's exactly what I thought was Denise. You can't do that because the minute you pay it off, that it stops. But I think there could be a little – you know, 5,000-page uh, uh, small-type uh, <laughs> contract that might have something in it. I'm going to go with Todd's answer because I need the points against Denise. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. Perhaps you should rethink your position. Well, it's too late now. Um, what I find fascinating about this is that Wells Fargo, you know, the, what, what, a, what, a, what a bank, huh? Wells Fargo, um, who has already paid a lot of penalties for opening up false accounts and so on, ended up paying a $30 million fine because of this practice. Yes, Denise is it right. is a case. And yes, the Federal Housing Administration said you may not Denise, charge right. these penalties. So Always once again, right. oh the lovely gosh. Ms. Dirks gets two points. Mr. <laughs> Penny gets one point. Mr. Cunin gets one point. And that, ladies and gentlemen... But Cal, was my reasoning good? My reasoning was, okay, I believe Denise is correct, but, you know, I've got to go with Todd to try to catch up with Denise. Well, I think that's one way to look at it. I think the other thing is just go with your gut. Oh, that never works. (laughs) Go with with Denise. The word is go with Denise, not my gut. Not not in this game. It never works. Well, if I go with my gut, my opinion continues to increase (laughs) on a daily basis. And that that concludes case. Or no case. Okay, we found the complaint yes. for the Bud Light uh, case where Coors and Miller are suing Bud Light. We had it. Again, we have all of our nice notes here and our analysis. And we I remember reading it, but I, it's not here. We forgot to print it out. <laughs> Todd has it. Let's go through some of the interesting things, like we said, the causes of action and what they're asking yes. Bud Light to do. Well, so the first cause of action is not surprising. They're they're suing for false advertising. You know, look, if you're saying that we use corn syrup in our product and you know darn well that it's in the fermentation process and the corn syrup is only used for that and in the final product, there is no corn syrup and all of that. Then and why why is that? The technical thing is it interacts with the yeast, right? Yes. It's, to make alcohol. Yeah, it, and, and it's during the fermentation process and the corn syrup is used up. Hey, maybe we should tell any brewers out there to call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if they want to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but... It, but the fact of the matter is, 
um, to suggest that corn syrup is in the final product. And right now, corn syrup is being thrown under the bus by all these diet programs. It's, oh my gosh, you'll put on, you know, you'll balloon up to 500 pounds if you eat corn syrup and stuff. And, and you know, it's, it's misleading. That's the argument. And then the other argument is, which I thought was interesting, was the... Um, an, a cause of action for federal trademark dilution, and so you know, basically, you're you're ruining our trademark based upon what you're doing. It's 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 interesting because Denise, you and I were talking. You know, there's no defamation in here. Yeah. And why is that? Because defamation is for individuals, not corporation. And that's why they have this federal system for false and misleading things, because there is no defamation for a corporation. It's not... There's no damages. And the that. closest that they can get to it is dilution of your trademark. It's it's kind of the equivalent for a corporation that's not of a not a person, and that's the closest they can get to it. Look, you said something that was really bad. Now we're going to take a break. We we can talk about a couple of things, but when we come back, we are going to talk about what it is that Coors Miller is seeking. Some of which are reasonable, some of which are really. Take a guess. Those of you who want to tweet it at Radio Law Talk, tweet it. Just tweet what you think some of the things they're asking, that is, what Coors and Miller are asking Bud Light to do. And I don't think it's take, you know, get rid of the blue, uh, the blue dude. I'm going to call him the blue dude. But the blue dude's going to have to say some different things, maybe. Yes, right? maybe the king will have to say some different things. Or maybe they have to have a commercial that says certain things to make them look good. We'll be right back. Discussion over beer battles continues after this on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and radiolawtalk.com for the podcast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. Prolawfirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. I believe there's nothing in the world that can defeat the United States Air Force. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson, who was at off at Air Force Base in Nebraska Friday, says that includes Mother Nature. STRATCOM was in the middle of an exercise as the waters rose. They didn't miss a beat. There was no mission that didn't keep going here at off at Air Force Base. And that says something about this base. A third of the base was covered in floodwaters this past week during Nebraska's all-time worst disaster in the history of that state. Democrats in Congress are demanding to see the entire Mueller report now that it's been released to Attorney General William Barr. Delaware Democratic Senator Chris Coons tells CNN. I'm expecting this weekend, given the Attorney General's letter, that Congress will get notified of the principal conclusions of the report. Um, and then I hope as soon as next week that we'll be seeing um, the vast majority of the report with only minor redactions. You're listening to USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. I like the Amargosa Valley. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Welcome, Amargosa Valley, as a great uh, contributor to Radio Law Talk. They uh, um, really support us. And there's actually one more 
out of Carson City, the Nevada, that may be covering us. I haven't talked to you guys, but that's in the works. We're trying to get there. We got people right now in Chicago and in Minneapolis trying to work out deals for us to get us in Chicago. And we're supposed to be in Chicago, New York, New Jersey, Iowa, and uh, North or South Carolina. The Carolinas, yeah. Carolinas, yeah. and it's just it's just dragging on, Cal. It's just the, the the politics of just getting us in there is just so difficult. But maybe we could uh, maybe we could call that guy that's no longer working in the college admissions business. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. See if we can help us yeah. out a little. You know, bit. if you donate to the charity, hey, it will get you. you into a bunch of markets. You know, whatever. <laughs> Go to my yacht. Come on. <laughs> Just a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, we were saying, the 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 uh, lawsuit from, it's it's Coors, Miller suing Bud Light. That's right. We laid out, out kind of what they're trying to claim in the lawsuit. Now, what do they want? Todd's got a list of what they want. This okay. is interesting. So, you know, in addition to we want orders that say you can't, uh, you can't say bad stuff about us anymore. So... Each commercial kind of had a different theme, so they want the following commercials basically not played anymore. The Special Delivery commercial, the Medieval Barbers, the Trojan Horse, the Mountain Folk, the Cave Explorers, the Thespians performing beer ingredients. They want, Those commercials will no longer see the light of day ever in any medium. That's They want those gone. By the way. So that is injunctive relief. Yes. So they're seeking injunctive relief. By the way, what's important to note about that, that cannot be done Period. Why can it not be done? Once it's out on the internet, you can't. Unring the bell. Now, now here, here's the thing. So the injunction that they want, though, and what they can do, is they want to enjoin and permanently preclude Anheuser-Busch from airing, posting, or otherwise. So they can't buy ad space to do that. But if the commercials exist on YouTube, or if they exist elsewhere, then outside of Anheuser-Busch's control, yes. it's just to keep Anheuser-Busch from buying airspace for it. Okay? But... Now we get into the other stuff that they want, which I, I find. This so, is great. So, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Todd, before you say, can you give us a drum roll or something, Cal? Because this is great, huh, Todd? And yeah, that's this. how you brew it. Um, my king, this corn syrup was just delivered. That's not ours. We don't brew Bud Light with corn syrup. Miller Light uses corn syrup. Here we go. And so they want Anheuser-Busch to be prevented from saying that Coors and Miller Lite contains corn syrup or high-fructose corn syrup. So they can't say that that product is in Coors Light. They want to say, they, they want Anheuser-Busch to be prevented from saying that Coors Light or Miller Light are made with or brewed with corn syrup unless they also say that the corn syrup is completely converted into alcohol during the brewing process and not present in the final Can product. Can we stop now? <laughs> no. <laughs> this next one, though, is the one that is just, really? They want an order that prevents Anheuser-Busch from saying that Coors Light or Miller Light are inferior to or taste worse than Bud Light because they're brewed using corn syrup. So you can't say our beer tastes bad because we use corn syrup. 
You're all morons. Yeah, I think but that's a good one. They don't stop there. They also ask for additional relief. They, they, they do. <laughs> now, here's where it gets down to the money. I mean, that's what it's all about. What do they want as far Show as the money is concerned? Money. And so they want, Coors Miller wants an order directing Anheuser-Busch to do an accounting of all of the gains and profits and savings and advantages realized by virtue of their false advertising. And they want that awarded to Miller Coors to the fullest extent, allowing treble damages. What are those, Denise? Well, treble damages are punishment. There's a really punishment. Underneath the act that they're suing under, it allows for treble damages. And treble damages are where you take your actual damage and you triple it so that you can get more. And it's designed to punish bad actors. They're also asking for declaratory relief. Declaratory relief is when you ask the court to make a finding and declare something to be true or not true. And that's an interesting portion of the complaint as well. It, it, well, on that same point, you brought up a point. Now, again, it's it's Miller Light arguing or stating this, that, okay, if that's the case, what's Bud Light's, uh, what's happening with their sales, Denise, according oh. to the Miller? According to Miller, Bud, this campaign of Bud Light is not being productive, and they actually have a decline in sales. That's what Miller said. I was yeah. going to go back to uh, the uh, the Bud Light lawyers are saying it's all about that base, no treble. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but the, Where's the ping ping? Where's the, the, I know I should have had a rim yeah. shot the there, too. The one last thing that they're asking for that I think is interesting, and I think that Bud Light if this was ordered, could have a lot of fun with this, is Miller Coors wants Anheuser-Busch to disseminate a corrective advertisement to correct the false and misleading impression. So basically, they want Miller Coors to have to do a spot. No, don't. Miller Coors wants wants Bud Light to have to do a spot where they go out and say, we were wrong, it's not this. And I could see the advertising department getting really creative because they had that one character, the king, and somebody saying, well, you know, sir, we have to do this under the uh, terms of the agreement and have him make some false declaration or, or whatever. I That would just be gold. No, the, the lay it out the way you did it during the break was the best. Todd laid it out. It's like, how, how did you say it? You said uh, you actually played the, the king, and you said something to the effect of, all right, I've got to do this. Yes, or I, I have to go ahead and make this proclamation yeah. eye-rolling that they yeah, yeah. don't actually use this and it doesn't taste better. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, and then you know, do all of that kind yeah. of stuff. I think it'd be really funny. But, you know, rather than engaging in good old-fashioned ads back and forth, they decided to take it to court. Way to spoil the fun. How about just hitch up your pants and get out there and come up with a better ad than the than the corn syrup thing? Exactly. Just Actually, I thought the yeah. corn syrup thing was great. It was clever. I, I, I think it's clever. It's clever. And I think if it is actually telling the truth that it is brewed with corn syrup, that's a fact, period. Well, okay, show me anything else. It is misleading, though. To say in their ingredients, no corn syrup, because there's no corn syrup in the others either. No, it all goes brewed. away. They said it's no, brewed. no, no. I'm saying in the ingredients list, it lists the four ingredients, and then it says, and no corn syrup. That's kind of like saying, and no uh, Captain Crunch. I mean, <laughs> but, you, but you know, you know something. You know something. Look, 
I used to live in NASCAR country. I lived in uh, northeast Tennessee next to the Bristol Motor Speedway, where they serve all different types of beer. And do you know how many times I saw somebody say, hey, I'm going to go get a beer. Do you want anything? Do you know how many times I heard somebody say, well, don't get me one of those that has high fructose corn syrup. Or can you get me the low carb option? No, what you know, it's all about which one's going to get me plastered faster. You know, it, it, it's just to me, this is much ado about nothing. It's it, because the people that drink beer, quite frankly, it's it's all about how it tastes. I don't think they give a rat's behind whether it has high fructose corn syrup or not. Competitive palaver. Yes, we have followed while. On Radio Law Talk, these uh, the basketball scandal. Yes. So we've got another. That's the NCA scandal. Denise, we have another individual now right. he's pleading a, guilty. He's the former Auburn co- coach, and um, his name is um, Chuck Pier- Person. Ooh, Not Chuck Pearson. Yeah. Chuck Person just Ooh. pled guilty to bribery conspiracy charge, and he's going to be sentenced. And there are three other former coaches that are right now waiting to be sentenced in this scandal. Uh, here's the interesting thing: how many how many money did they say he accepted approximately? About ninety one thousand dollars. That's which a, that's a big and that's a lot. Is that in shoe money? I don't know. No, that was for what he did was he was working with a financial advisor, and so he was steering to that financial advisor people that he saw as being NBA potential um, uh, yeah, athletes, right? Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. And um, then he was getting a kickback from the financial advisor. Nice. Hey, when we come back, we're going to nice. talk about yeah. Kavanaugh has some ethics complaints against him. We've been talking about that. Uh, he dodges he, he he dodges that a little bit from the Tenth Circuit roundup. Uh, lawsuit came out about Roundup. These are all brief things we're going to talk about. And at the and also Trump's U.S. Supreme Court victory on immigration. And finally, we're going to have a, what do we call it? The quick period? takes. A quick takes when we're done. So you stay with us. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. What is the actual phone number? Not 855-LAW-RADIO. It's 855-529-7234. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. You bet. Don't don't go anywhere because the last segment of Radio Law Talk is straight ahead right here on your favorite radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. By Christine, great for heart palpitations. By Anne, before I started using this product, every afternoon, my ankles and my hands would be swollen. That doesn't happen anymore. So if that part of their advertising is true, I have to assume that the rest of it is also. Not to mention that when I had my yearly blood test, only a few weeks after beginning to use this product, My cholesterol had dropped over 30 points. I'm going to continue to take it. By Croc, I love this product. It really works. 
by Brad. Works great, thank you. Tell us your story. Get your Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So in the, we've been following this Roundup case. In the Roundup case, uh, a federal jury just uh, came down with the following. They said that um, they unanimously held that Roundup caused the non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Now everyone's like, okay, that's a big win. That's what the jury found. But there's a second part. This is what's called a bifurcated. It doesn't say it in there, but I believe this is a bifurcated case. It has to be because now there's a second phase to determine whether or not. Okay, we know according to the jury, not because they're, they're still arguing, no, it doesn't cause a lymphoma. Uh, that is Monsanto. And then, uh, and then the, the plaintiffs are saying it does. The jury found with the plaintiffs. And they are now going in and saying, okay, now we've got to decide after that if Roundup slash Montesano um, um, is liable for that. Because and now that gets into warranties. I mean, not warranties. I mean, I mean uh, damages. No, not damages. The uh, warnings. <laughs> warnings. Yes. Warnings. So did did if it uh, does, did did they properly put warnings on uh, Roundup that says, okay, this can cause some sickness or or injuries, and if it does, then then they may be able to get out of it. That's one issue. Because in all of their marketing, they say. Be sure to read and follow label directions. Read right. and follow label directions. Right. So I wonder if what they have included there to avoid exposure. Right. So I got I got a question for you, Fred. Just on that one, really quick. Do they bring in on the second phase? Do they bring in different attorneys to make that argument, similar to what happens in a, for example, a death penalty case in California? I'll, I'll give you an example. So in in a death penalty case in California, you have one. One set of attorneys that say, he didn't do it, he didn't do it, he didn't do it, he didn't do it, he didn't do it. And then the jury comes back and finds him guilty. It's very difficult for that same person to now argue, okay, I know we've been arguing for the last three weeks that he didn't do it. 
we admit it, he did it, he did it, but this is why, because he's got a mental issue, he's got this, he's got this, and the attorney has a bit of a difficult time in, in terms of credibility. So under the Kellett case, you have what's called Kellett counsel, a different attorney comes in to argue, so that the attorney isn't, the jury's not looking at the first attorney going, oh, you're a liar. In this one here, I would think, if the first part of their case is, it doesn't cause cancer, it doesn't cause cancer, it doesn't cause cancer, and then on the second part, okay, all right. But we adequately warned against that stuff that we told you it didn't cause before. Right, Is there right. an issue there? No, not necessarily. They don't do that. They'll they'll try both sides of the cases, the same lawyers. But but that might be a smart thing to do to have someone else differently. But don't forget, on this same issue, one case already did go to trial in August, and a two hundred and eighty nine million dollar verdict was awarded to an individual, and actually, however, the judge lowered the verdict. That's what's called a remitter. He lowered it down to $78 million. but this is the second case, and there's thousands more on their way, so I don't know how they're going to be able to handle this. The floodgates are open. Floodgates are yeah. open, but we're going to continue to watch these things. Now, uh, Denise, there was another issue that uh, we were going to talk about. Uh, it was just an update on the Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, what happened is that there were several complaints brought against um, uh Judge Kavanaugh, now Justice Kavanaugh, um, but it was when he was just a judge, and they were all there, and they were kind of put on hold until um, the confirmation process had completed. Once he became appointed, um, and he was confirmed to be a justice to the U.S. Supreme Court, all of those complaints went away. And that's because there is no ability to we have complaints against a U.S. Supreme Court justice. It doesn't exist. You can impeach, perhaps, but you can't have a complaint against it that's brought up in the normal way. So the, um, the people that had brought the complaints upheld and appealed the decision, um, you know, dismissing all those complaints to the Tenth Circuit, and the Tenth Circuit came and reaffirmed that those complaints go away. It probably will go to the U.S. Supreme Court, which is kind of interesting, and you know if it does that, then Justice Kavanaugh will have to recuse himself because he can't, he won't be able to decide um, that specific yeah, issue. The argument, yeah, go ahead. The argument is judicial temperament. That's that what he said, well, two things. They said he didn't say the truth in one, one thing, what uh, I remember reading about something, but the second issue, the main issue, is his judicial temperament, and that he was uh, acting unruly or uh, not as a judge should act. Yeah, those were complaints that arose out of the confirmation hearings. Right, right. There were several complaints before right. that for acts that he was alleged to have done, right, right, or right. biases he was alleged right. to have. <clears throat> so there were some, I think, 30-some-odd complaints total. Yeah, and they're trying to say that the, looking at his judicial temperament uh, that would disqualify him. But you said, but there is a loophole that says he's now Supreme Court uh, justice. It doesn't apply. And that's what 10th Circuit said. It's it's not our jurisdiction. That's not for us to, to discuss this. But I do say right. this, and this is just, I know everyone's thinking, oh, I, I can see your politics leading toward Kavanaugh. No. My question is, if if he had judicial, if, if they take him as a Supreme Court nominee, and they say, well, we can still bring that against him as a Supreme Court justice, I say, what about Ginsburg, who called Trump a faker, and that he should resign, and she said all kinds of bad things about Trump? 
maybe Ginsburg should be removed also then because she, that judicial temperament, that's an issue too. So my, my argument is neither of them should, but that's but but Ginsburg shouldn't be talking. that That's outside judicial temperament too. And when she's talking about the president that she clearly disagrees with, but she outwardly says it in the media, she should not have done that. And if there's an issue with Kavanaugh judicial temperament, why not Ginsburg? That's well, there's a huge difference. Um, judge Kavanaugh was a judge and not a justice at the time that these things happened. So that's a big difference. And I misspoke. There were 60 complaints. There were 83 complaints that were brought against um, Judge Kavanaugh, not Justice Kavanaugh. So while I tend to agree that um, Bader Ginsburg probably should not have spoke out because justices, all judges, are supposed to remain um, unbiased and non-political and not take up political um, causes, uh, causes, really, because they need to look neutral and it can come back to haunt them. So it's in their best interest as well as the public's best interest for them not to show that kind of temperament. Yep. Um, but the reason that Justice Kavanaugh would have to recuse himself is not just the just the temperament issue, but it's because it involves him himself. He cannot make a decision um, on his own case. But they can't then, okay, then, all right, they're going to remove him as an appellate court judge, but he's not an appellate court judge now. That's what the Tenth Circuit said is, True. hey, wait, it, it, he's not there anymore. It, it, it doesn't apply. It becomes moot. It's moot. It's a moot point yeah. now. He's the Supreme Court. And I don't know, Denise, who... Who the Supreme? Who, who overlooks the Supreme Court if they're doing something wrong? I don't know. That's that's been a that has been a sticky constitutional wicket for quite some time. You know, you've got checks and balances. The executive checks the uh, congressional branch and back and forth. But who checks the judicial branch? The only check really on the judicial branch is the impeachment power. That's it. That's, yeah, it. that's it. That is. Here's an interesting thing. Yeah, that, I mean, again, the, the executive can't remove them. You're right. You're and right. neither can. Well, I guess that they're actually, there is a judicial misconduct if they actually do a crime. So perhaps there is a criminal side to that for removal. But I, I would think that a criminal side to that would be the basis for your impeachment proceedings. You know, it, it could it, be. I, I think that's what it would get. But impeachment seems to be the only check on uh, the lifetime appointment. But it's a political process, not a criminal process. That's yeah. the difference with yeah. impeachment. Very interesting, huh? Yeah, we're just doing a t- touch as we want to get through this. 1996 federal law that is Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act that uh, actually Clinton put in that Trump is using – at this point, we're running out of time. The Supreme Court on Tuesday endorsed the U.S. government's authority to detain immigrants awaiting deportation in time, even for up to a, up to a year or a few years. And yeah, so, and they don't have to be criminals. They, yes. they, it, that's a very important point to be so for that was any upheld. reason. That was yep. upheld. Uh, and, uh, so we're going to do our quick fix. Roll it. I'm going to start with me. All right. Quick takes. Clarence Thomas, after seven years of silence during oral arguments, because he never says anything during oral arguments, broke his silence the other day with a joke about Yale, because he is a Yale graduate. Again, seven years sitting silent, and he broke cracks a joke about Yale. So my quick take is they say that money can't buy happiness. Well, it's making it harder to buy your way into school, too. 
<laughs> That's a good one. Well, my quick take is really directed toward the Florida prosecutors in the Kraft case. I'm saying please agree that the motion to seal the Kraft video will be agreed upon and become a court order because nobody wants to see that video. <laughs> we have a lot of children out there, and they're going to be scarred for life, and adults too. Exactly. Hey, thank you for joining us. Join us next week, 9 to noon Pacific time. This is Fred Penny with Denise Dirks. Todd Cunin and our illustrious guy behind the glass, three-time Emmy Award nominee, <laughs> but never a winner, Cal Hunter. We'll be back More next mockage, week. more mockage. We will see you next week right here on Radio Law Talk. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Radio Law Talk Incorporated.